This is BB Radio, and I'm your host, Catherine Duracell. Today's episode is all about valuing yourself. Now, for my, uh, in my personal walk, I should say, um, I've had issues, as you guys know, with value and self-worth. I think it was really contingent on other people and how other people perceive me, and then I guess it was like, uh... From there, I can either put myself on a high pedestal or beat myself into a grave. It would just all depend on how I'm feeling, what's going on, and what the person was saying to me. And what I've learned in my journey is is that value has nothing to do with anyone else. It has all to do with you. And when you start focusing on how much you're worth, how you feel about yourself, you can create a standard, as I've talked about in other episodes, but you can create a standard for yourself that will kind of put your value at an irreplaceable level. Okay, irreplaceable level. Now, I'm going to talk to you girls about that in a second. But first things first, thank you girls for tuning in to this episode. I love you deeply and dearly. We are on this journey together and our tribe is growing, baby. Okay, we are quadrupling numbers. Do you hear me? Quadrupling numbers. Okay, like the girls are sharing the podcast. I mean, the subscribers are getting out of control. Like it's getting real. And I'm so excited because there's so much more in store. Um, We have officially launched badbitchradio.com. I should say relaunched because some of you girls who've been rocking with me for a minute, you know that we had our own website and was selling merch and whatnot. Um, And then I kind of changed things a little bit and went in the direction of my personal brand promoting the podcast because a lot of you girls know who I am personally. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and promote the podcast through my personal brand and kind of keep it moving. But now that we got some new things baking in the oven that I will tell you about very, very soon, uh, we have to set things up a little bit, okay? We got us a little office. I'm in the process of getting it all together, but once it's org- or organized, then I'll go ahead and debut it probably on Instagram or something. But um, we got a little office, you know? Uh, the podcast, you know, episodes are going to change a little bit in quality and content, Um, And so I decided to go ahead and just relaunch the website. So you can check out badbitchradio.com. We have new merch. We have new mugs and new t-shirts. You know, and I'm really, really excited about them because I got a lot of stuff to say and a lot of stuff to put on shirts. So be on the lookout. Every month there will be new shirts debuting, new mugs debuting as well. So that way you can kind of like build your collection of women empowerment merch, okay? And get your shit in order, okay? Gentle reminders are always good. I feel like um, the Bad Bitch Mug, I've been using it for a while now, for like six months. And the color is still there. It works fantastic. And it just gives me that gentle reminder to like keep my shit in order. And so, you know, if you need that too, go ahead and copy you a mug. All right. We will be doing a promotion um, with the mugs very, very soon. I'll probably promote that within the next couple of weeks or so. So then that way you girls who are, you know, trying to save a little coin, We'll be able to get your mug and get your merch and get your empowerment on, okay? So, nevertheless, though, thank you girls for tuning into this episode. And, uh, yeah, that's that. So, this episode today is all about value. And the reason for that is because my value was questioned very recently, okay? And what I mean by that is is that um, (laughs) there's a particular party in my lifestyle that... uh, I don't know what their deal is, you know? I think that they appreciate me and they love me and they care for me, but at the same time, they get out their body, you know, every once in a while. And and it's be happening more frequently. I would say over the last two years, almost every other week, this person is jumping out their body. And I'm at the point now where I'm just like, something's wrong with you, you know? It's something wrong with me and something wrong with them. It's something wrong with me because I keep allowing this shit to happen. And it's something wrong with them because they keep doing the shit. Okay. And what I realized is, is that I don't think that I value my time, my effort, my energy and my space enough 
and my peace enough to say, I don't want to engage with that anymore. And up until recently, I really put my foot down and said, no, fuck it. Like, I'm not dealing with certain things. Like, I value my sanity, okay? Like, there is something about having a calm mind that is very appeasing to me. Because for years, my mind was running, honey. My mind, it was to the point where when I would sleep, my brain was still functioning. I would have dreams that would be, my brain would be racing. Like, it was just constant, constant, constant stimulation. And, um... That doesn't work for me. You know, I think that for me, um, it, it's kind of a phase. You know, I remember prior to being married, prior to having children, that I was in a very different mental space. You know, and I'm sure most of us are, okay? We're calmer, we're more rational, we're more organized. But when you incorporate relationships, incorporate offsprings, things get a little wild and crazy. And so over the last few years, throughout my chaos, I have been on this mission to try to create a sense of stability within my mind. And up until recently, I'm at almost mastery level. What I've realized is, is that um, me being in a positive state of mind, me being happy, me having my own money, me being um, just stable, you understand, like the tabletop theory is very important to me. And that kind of equates my value, if you will. Like when I have money, um, it makes me feel, and I'm not talking about like, I mean, it don't matter what kind of money I got, okay? If I got $10 in my pocket, honey, I'm, I'm winning. If I got $10,000 in my account, I'm winning. It, it doesn't really matter to me. But when I have money, like, because I've had no money before, like no money, like no money, like can't even buy yourself a cup of coffee money, okay? Um, when I'm in those moments, I feel low as fuck, okay? Like I feel <laughs> like the girl is just not doing anything. And I know that some of you girls out there are probably like, but money is not everything, you know, you shouldn't base your, your value or the way you feel based upon money. Girl, please, that's not realistic, okay? Because when you got $10,000, honey, you feel like you can handle anything and nobody better say shit to you, okay? And the thing is, is that, you know, a part of who I am and a part of my substance, I like money. I like wealth. I like that stability component because I have freedom. When you have money, you have freedom. You can go wherever you want. You don't have to tolerate certain bullshit. And you're able to be your own woman, if you will. You understand? And I like that. And no, I am not. Um, I can't be bought, per se. Okay, per se. Okay, but <laughs> at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, the girl appreciates the dollar. And when I'm able to spend the dollar, it makes me feel worthy. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel stable. Um, when I also too, when I take moments of me time for myself, it makes me feel like, um, kind of more empowered, if you will. And that's really because my brain is rejuvenating, but it's also too, I am uh, interconnecting with my authentic self. I'm interconnecting with what feels natural to me. And because of that, my value rate has went higher, meaning like how I perceive myself because value has a lot to do with perception. Okay. Because you can look at something and then you could say, okay, because it looks like this. And this is even like a material object. You can say, okay, a table. I look at this table, depend upon who made it, what year it was purchased, any, you know, dents or anything will determine its value. Okay. So the same thing happens with you. When you are made up of certain things, certain components, but then also too, you are aware of these components. You are aware of what makes you, you. What happens is, is that you kind of stand a little bit taller. You kind of have a prerequisite of what you are and are not willing to tolerate because you understand what you bring to the table. And I told you girls about this example in the past. A colleague of mine said to me, know what you uh, I bring it to the table before you come to the table. Now he said it in a different way and I might have paraphrased it um, a little bit, but ultimately what he means is, is that 
when you come and sit down at the table, if it's a business event, a business meeting, if you are wanting something from someone, you need to know exactly what in the world you want very specifically, okay? But then also too, you need to know what you bring to the table because everyone, and, and a lot of women, we do this, especially in relationships. We're like, oh, I want a man to do this, this and that, 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 that. But at the end of the day, honey, you need to ask yourself, what are you bringing to the equation that's going to make this thing work and go to the next level? Are you organized? Are you on top of things? Are you efficient? You know, do you know how to actually clean up? Like, I'm not saying you have to be a Mary Poppins bitch, but at the end of the day, you do need to know how to, you know, vacuum. Girl, I know come some girls out here don't know how to vacuum. Some girls don't know how to properly make a bed. And I'm not saying that you're going to be his maid, honey, because no, no, I'm not with that shit. Okay, this is all about balance around here. But at the end of the day, though, there are certain components that you need to be able to do as an adult woman to be able to value, to create value within your lifestyle and to make that other party's lifestyle a little bit easier. Right. Because if you don't know how to cook, then that means that either you don't have to spend money on cooking or that means that the other party's going to have to cook. But to say, for instance, he knows how to cook or she knows how to cook and you know how to cook as well. Then, hey, you all can split the schedule half and half. You have something to bring to the table. Okay, if you are very organized, that is an asset. No, you don't have to have money. Like, right, I know I just said that, right? I know I just said that making having money makes me feel good. But when it comes down to it, though, you don't have to have, like, substantial money when you're in a relationship. I kind of feel like in terms of where you are at that time is where you are within your lifestyle. Like, yes, okay, like, if you're making $100,000 a year, $300,000 a year, then that's fantastic. You know, when you come to the relationship, that's what you're making. That's what you contribute, you know, and that's fantastic. But say, for instance, you know, you're just working at, you know, Circle K, you know what I'm saying? You're not really making a lot of money. Or you're working at, you know, Albertsons or something. You know, you're not really making any dough like that. You know, it's one of those things where... um At the end of the day, the fact that you have some type of money coming in is an asset. The mere fact that you're able to um, contribute financially is an asset. And then you could always work towards increasing your bank account. What I'm saying to you girls is that you need to really understand what you bring to the table as well. And not always trying to expect the other party to bring their shit and then fulfill you within your shit. Okay. Now, when it comes down to the value um, and in another instance, really has to do with recognizing your self-worth. Because when you recognize that, say, for instance, if you're in a business environment that, you know, you have um, work, you have this type of work experience, you know, you, you've been to this type of school, you know, you've taken these type of courses, then you are an asset, right? So that means that you are worthy of getting a high-end job. If you have volunteered for six years at this particular place, if you've been a mother, okay, stay-at-home mom for the last 10 years, you have skill sets, honey. If you're a mom, okay, honey, you have skill sets of organization, okay? You have skill sets of scheduling. You have skill sets of caretaking. I mean, honey, the list goes on and on. And if you need some help, just Google it. Say, what does a mom do, honey? And I'm sure somewhere between Wikipedia and some blogs, somebody somewhere has identified what exactly that we do. And you can take those things, finesse them a little bit, you know, make them look cute and add them to your resume and add those to your repertoire of things that you can do and what you bring to the table. Because this ultimately will give you a certain sense of self-confidence and a certain awareness. So then that way, when you go out, say, for instance, into the business world or you go out into the relationship world, you know what you bring to the table, you know your worth, and then therefore you can ask for it with a smile. See, if you are a professional woman, okay, if you are a stable, confident woman, 
naturally, when you ask for certain things, it's not coming from an emotional standpoint. See, when people request certain things, like say, for instance, you know, oh, I want a guy who has, you know, money and cars, or I want someone who, who listens to me and values me, or I want this and that. Nine times out of 10, you're preaching that shit, but you don't live by that shit. That's not who you really, 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 really are. You know what I'm saying? Like when you want all these things from another party and you have these crazy expectations on another party, you're probably not stable within your own self. And you have some insecurities. Like say, for instance, if you're seeking a lot of attention or you want a sense of stability, I want you to start thinking about your childhood. Maybe within your childhood, your parents didn't have money. And so having money is very important to you. So therefore, you want someone who can provide a certain kind of way. You understand if you want someone to love and to care for you and tell you good job, baby, all the time, it's probably because maybe during your childhood or somewhere along the lines, someone did not give you that validation that you seek. And so therefore, you're putting this pressure off on your new counterpart. But in reality, what you should be doing is digging deep within yourself, validating yourself, giving yourself that self-love. So then that way, when you are in an environment, a business environment or in a relationship, you can just embrace the moment versus trying to create the moment. That's the difference. See, when you understand your value and your self-worth, you're not in a race or in a battle with anyone or anything because there's no need to have a battle. Okay, I know where I stand. And, and, And when I come to the table, I know where I'm at. You understand? I know what I stand for. I know what my value is. And I'm not willing to budge on that shit. And if I do, it's really a conscious effort because I'm being nice. And you understand that when you're being nice or when you lower your standards just a little bit. Okay, honeys, you have to remember that you're doing this shit out the kindness of your heart. Okay. And when you're doing it out the kindness of your heart, understand that there will be repercussions or maybe repercussions that you need to be willing to deal with and need to be able to deal with. You understand? Because... A lot of us girls, we say, okay, I'm going to lower my standard. Like, for instance, okay, you get in a relationship with someone and they don't match or fly, right? They don't have their own car. They don't have their own place. They don't have certain things. And you got all your shit together. First of all, now, I know. Now, now I'm not saying contradictory shit here, okay? But I know that sometimes, you know, we are on our grind, right? And so we're at a phase in our lives where we don't have certain things together. But one thing I will tell you from experience is you need someone to match your fly. Why? Because if not, you will be constantly trying to bring them up to your fly unless they have the mental capacity to be able to expand themselves. Like if you meet someone who, yes, they may not have a car. No, they may not have an apartment. They're living with their best friend. But their mindset is expansive. They're reading up on shit. The Napoleon Hills. They're trying to build something then honey, you better watch out, okay? You better better cuff that one, okay? Because that's one that you can take to the bank. That's one that when he gets his shit together, when she gets her shit together, you'll be able to elevate and be those two bosses that you always dreamed of. But you have to look at their values, their mindset, and a whole bunch of other things before you even get into this whole relationship ideal. Because if you don't have someone that matches your fly, then baby, it's just going to be a very, very long road. So one thing I always advise girls to do is, one thing that you want to do that's very, very important, get your shit together, okay? Get your shit together before you decide to be in a relationship with somebody else. Now, what I mean by that is, this don't take a long time, okay? But what it means is that you have to get your confidence game up because all women, we know that for some reason, right? When we get in a relationship, 
I don't know what happens to us, but we 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 change. Like when we're um single, we're one way, and that's great. You know, we're usually you either one of two ways. Either you're like in couchy mode and like really don't care about what any guys think, and so like you're just like fuck it, I'm showing up, girl. I'm wearing my leggings, I'm doing my thing, like I'm showing up, I'm I'm here. Okay, I'm here, and I'm handling my business, and I, I'm just here. Then you have another set of girls who are very pretty and proud. They make sure their nails and hair is done. They make sure their tits are sitting up because they want to attract men. You know, like, they're they're literally out here pursuing the ideas, you know? Like, they're pushing it. So then that way, they can be noticeable and hopefully get cuffed. But during this interim of time, though, you have to work on some things, you know what I mean? Like, you could date guys all by all means, you know? But even with dating, you got to be careful because like energy attracts. So if you're not fully stable or at least aware of your instabilities, um, you're going to attract guys or girls that are exact same way. So my advice is this. Work on your confidence. You understand? Get very, 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 very confident. Men and also, too, gay women love i think everybody everybody loves a confident person confidence is something that you can feel a mile away it's kind of like this assertiveness okay and and because they have this sense of assertiveness assertiveness within themselves it projects out and it makes you assertive within them as well like it kind of is like this very interesting infinity uh symbol if you will you know it's kind of like it just keeps on rolling around and so confidence is something that you have to build if you want to be in a relationship The other thing you need to understand or have a clear understanding of is what in the fuck you want to do, okay? Like, what are you doing with your life? That is very, very important. Like, what do you want to do with your career? How do you want your home to look? What type of cars do you want to have? How do you want to dress? How do you want your hair to be? Like, you have to know that shit. And you have to have the blueprint on lock. Because when you get in a relationship, I promise you, girl, that shit will change. And the thing is, is that... You don't really want it to change. Like, yes, things will be altered because you're with a companion. But in reality, things don't really alter. That's like a misconception. See, when you first meet somebody, right? This is any kind of relationship. It's always cute and shit. And so somebody's usually kissing somebody else's behind, right? That's usually how it goes. That means that, like, the guy is constantly taking you out on dates or, you know, whining and dining you. Or you're looking really cute every time you see them. You're not, you know, you're wearing your makeup to bed. You know, all the bullshit, right? And so then what happens is, is that um, after all of this phoniness takes place, the real you kind of peeks in. The real him kind of peeks in or the real her kind of peeks in. And the thing is, is that you begin to see exactly where this person is, where their shortcomings are and all these other things that you may not have seen from the beginning, which is natural, you know, because everybody is phony. Okay, (laughs) like we phony as hell, like who we are when you first meet us. Not all of us, though. The ones who of us who have evolved, we know we don't have time for the shit. Like, we know we don't have time for it. We know that we have to keep it real with you. Um, and we have to be honest with you because we know what this can lead to if we're phony. So I can't say every girl and every person. But one thing I will say is, is this. Um, after you get through that little phase or whatever within the relationship, the real you comes out. And if the real you is all over the place and unstable, well, that's what you're putting into the relationship. This instability. And there's going to be drama and problems. Now, You all can work together to get past this stuff and that can make your bond even stronger. But wouldn't it be better if you were already a whole bitch? Okay, like let's be real. Wouldn't it be better if you was a whole person versus trying to 
you know, have some person validate you and make you feel comfortable, wouldn't it be better if you already knew that you were the shit? Wouldn't it be better if you've already went on tons of dates by yourself and you've been out and blah, 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 blah. So then that way, when this person takes you out, it's just icing on the cake versus you feeling like, oh my goodness, in order for me to feel, you know, um, meaningful, I got to wait on someone to take me out. Or what about you buying your own damn flowers? You know what I'm saying? I buy flowers to myself once a week. Now, I try to allow my husband to get my flowers, but he be slipping. So at the end of the day, the girl has to get on it, okay? And I make sure I get my flowers. I've been doing that since I was a single girl. Granted, I don't do them every week, and sometimes I'm in my little down modes. But recently, I've been on it, girl. I love fresh flowers, and I love white flowers particularly. So I like to make sure the house is definitely, you know, nice and fresh. And that's what I do, but that's nothing to do with my husband. I mean, yeah, I, I said to him we were dating, hey, I want flowers every week. But when I saw that he was inconsistent, and I mean, you know, it, it, things happen. But it's, it's to the point where it's like, nah, I really can't bank on the flowers like that. I had to start getting my own flowers, you know, and I don't feel salty about it. Maybe at one point when I was not confident, I feel salty about it, but I don't now because it's really what I want and it's what I want to do. And it, and because of that, that's part of my blueprint. So then therefore being in this relationship, it doesn't really affect me what he does in some degree and what he doesn't do because I'm already filling my own cup. You understand? You have to fill your own cup when you're in a relationship and it doesn't matter if it's romantic or any other kind of relationship because anytime you engage with some someone longer than say a day or two then you all have a relationship like say the girl the store clerk at the at, at the store you know if you see this girl every week or twice or three times a week y'all have a relationship granted you don't talk on the phone with them granted you don't engage with their personal life but you have some sort of rapport with them so it's important for you to value the rapport you can ask them questions like hey how you doing what's going on with you how you feeling today you're looking nice today Whoa, they say something back to you that's a relationship it's it's something that where you have to make sure you keep it respectful being you know somewhat of honest you know <laughs> even though you don't know them you know some people's like i don't know them i'm not going to be honest with them we should be honest with everybody but you know um it's one of those things where you have a relationship relationship and so with that you want to make sure that you're not you know requesting things from people that you should already be giving yourself you know that has a lot to do with value so all these things that I talked about today have to do with your value and your worth and you have to start putting yourself on a higher pedestal and you got to stop tolerating bs that does not serve you like if you are a bad bitch which I know that you are stop dealing with mediocrity you understand what I'm saying like stop like, if that spouse is not the one for you, baby, let them go. They'll be okay. You'll be okay, too. You know, you're going to cry a little bit. You're going to have to get your emotions intact, but everything will be fine. When it comes down to it, you know, whatever you need to do, if you need to get more money, okay, you want to live in a different place, you want a better car, you want your body to be on point, you can do this shit, okay? And what you're going to have to do is look at yourself and say that I'm worth putting in the effort to get what I want, and also, too, I am worth someone treating me well. I'm worth someone talking to me respectfully. I'm worth someone taking me out or whatever you want. You're worth it. And you have to understand that you're worth it. And you don't have to fight about it. That's something else I want to tell you girls about. See, listen, when you understand your value and your position, you don't have to fight for that shit. It's unnecessary. It is unnecessary for you to tell someone repeatedly, I want to be treated better. To tell someone repeatedly, oh, I want you to talk to me nicely or value this or do this and this and that for me. It's a little it's a little bit like unnecessary because realistically, all of us can hear. 
okay? Like, unless you, of course, have some sort of issues, you know, challenges or whatnot, then excuse this component. But if you're listening to this podcast, and in some degrees, you can definitely hear, okay? So that means that when you're expressing yourself to someone and you're telling someone your, your stance on something, this person can hear you, this person can see you, okay? This person can feel your energy, If off of one conversation, maybe two, okay, if you got patience, off of one conversation, if this person turns around and does the bullshit again, okay, that means that you really have to assess your relationship with this person because of the fact that, you know, all of us can retain information different ways, right? If someone tells me they don't like something, they, you know, I hurt their feelings with something, blah, blah, blah. I change that shit immediately. Like, I'm not the kind of person that lets things linger. There's no need for things to linger. I don't have an interest in that type of stuff. Because I feel like if you're coming to me and telling me that something I've done to you has hurt you, harmed you, made you feel whatever, then I feel like as a person, as a woman, I'm going to admit my wrong. I'm going to be there for you. And I'm going to try to make sure that you are affirmed in some degree. That's my personality style. Now, is everyone like that? No, but I think, shit, a lot of us should be. You know, just being honest. And I'm not trying to put myself on anyone. This is something I had to learn, okay? Because I wasn't always like this, honey. But at the end of the day, what I've learned is, is that when someone is bringing something to your attention, it's very important for you to acknowledge that shit. And it's very important for you to be somewhat remorseful. Now, I don't want you throwing yourself a pity party and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to do a moment of reflection. Now, if you're telling someone your needs, your wants, your desires, and they refuse to give you what you want, then baby, you're going to have to step back for a moment, a moment, reanalyze what the hell you're doing and say, you know what, um, this isn't working. Because you shouldn't have to beat someone over the head multiple times in order for them to understand that you're hurt and that you're needy and that you need something, you know, um, it's just unnecessary. So when you really understand like, hey, I'm a bad bitch and like I deserve the best and it's not coming from the superficial place. It's more so coming from I want prerequisite respect, <laughs> you know, that means like I want borderline respect. You know, I want to hear my opinion to be heard. You know, I I want hugs and kisses. Like I want these things. And if this person cannot give this to you, okay, if you're in a real, if 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 it's pertaining to your boss, you know what I mean. And it's like, look, you know, I'm not being valued like in the ways of where you know I'm being paid what I'm worth, or when I say certain things at the business meeting, it's being tossed off to the side, you know. Or when or it comes to your children, it comes to your parents. It really doesn't even matter, okay. If you're expressing yourself and someone is literally dismissing you, you need to reevaluate your whole relationship. But you have to understand that there's no need to bark. There's no need to get irate, irate, and there's no need to get emotional because you have a blueprint. You have an understanding. So because of that, it's like, look, this is what it is. You ever seen something? Let me tell you, let me give you a prime example, prime, prime, prime example. Okay. The store, right? Walmart or Walmart, maybe not a good example because they open 24 hours. Target, for instance, good example. Target closes in most places either 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, okay? If you stroll your butt up in there at 1130 and they close at 11 o'clock, guess what? The doors are going to be closed and no one's going to be able to service you, okay? It's a standard. It's a bottom line. This is what it is. Dude, is Target out here crying? No. Is Target out here yelling? No. Is Target out here like, oh my God, we're sorry we couldn't service you because we have to go home and shit and deal with our own personal stuff, la, 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 la. No. No, they got a standard. This is the time we open. This is the time we close. This is what it is. Smile on our faces. And that's what it is. If you shop with us, you got to bring your ass up in here before 11 o'clock. Period. Point blank. Because at 11 o'clock, we're going to start locking these doors. We're going to be nice. 
okay? But don't disrespect us, okay? Because if you stroll your ass up in there at 11 o'clock on the dot, I can guarantee you maybe every employee up in there is looking at your ass trying to find out what are you buying and how soon are you getting out of here, okay? We're not trying to be mean. We're trying to have a standard here, okay? So my whole thing is that if the retailers can do it, baby, you can do it too, okay? You have your standard. And if you haven't listened to the standard episode, girl, you better go ahead and go ahead and get into that. Okay, get you a standard because at the end of the day, you're going to need that standard in every capacity of your life. You're going to have to know what you are and are not willing to tolerate and be willing to do with a smile. And I say with a smile because of the fact that like, you know, when you're right, you're right. And there's no need to argue about it. I've been the type of person that has tried to, um, you know, validate my point, be loud, be crazy, be this and be that. At the end of the day, like, I realized it's unnecessary because my point didn't change. My blood pressure just went up. <laughs> okay, my perspective didn't alter. My blood pressure just went up. That's it. That's it. So I asked myself, is it even worth it at this point? Is it even worth it? Is it even worth yelling and fussing and fighting? It's not. If someone says something to you, they, they try to project things on you, tell you this is who you are, tell you this is what you're about, blah, 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 blah. Listen. You can easily tell them, that's not me. You understand? I'm not dealing with that. I'm not engaging with that. I'm not absorbing that information or that energy. I appreciate you, you know, telling me this information, but that's just not me, baby. Okay? And when when you can respond to somebody like that, honey, you evolved. Did you hear how calm I was? Baby, that's evolution in my tone. Okay? Because that's where I'm at right now. I am going back and forth with anybody about any damn thing. I have earned my stripes, girl. I do that with my kids, okay, with my husband. I do that with my damn self. I have worked my ass off, okay? I am a excellent mother. I am an excellent person. And I am not about to be sitting up in here validating myself, arguing with no damn body, or trying to prove a point to somebody. For what? I understand my value and what the hell I bring to the table. I know I'm a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, I jump to conclusions real quick, you know? So I have to ask a lot of questions. That's the person I am. I, because um, I've learned myself, I jump to conclusions real quick. So I have to ask you questions to make sure that my thought process is either right or wrong. And then from there, I can know how to handle you, you know, but that's just who I am. And I'm at the point now where it's like, I'm not going back and forth with you. You know, I know y'all know that little Duval song. If you if you haven't heard it, you know, I ain't going back and forth with none of you. Mm. You know, I'm not going to say the word on here anymore. I've decided that I'm not going to use that word. I'm a podcast, even though I'm African-American. Um, I've just decided, uh, you know, I didn't feel, I know y'all know, I didn't feel comfortable with saying, if you wonder what word I'm thinking of, this is the N-word. Um, you know, I just decided to not even go there, you know, not even go there. But, um, yeah, you know, girls, look, get your value game up, okay? Step your pussy up and get your shit together, okay? Because at the end of the day, know your value, baby. Know what you bring to the table and do not budge on that shit, Okay? Now, I love you girls deeply and dearly. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Be sure to share with other like-minded girls so that way we can continue to grow our community. I appreciate you all deeply and dearly. Be sure to check out badbitchradio.com if you have not already. And I will talk to you girls soon. Ciao.